Hi, and welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. This is Vicki Baird. Welcome back. If you're returning from previous episodes, uh, welcome. If this is the first time you're listening to the show, this is the podcast where we de- demystify intuition, help you to understand that it really is our first sense and the skill we came into this lifetime with and every lifetime with, and then we learn to incorporate the other five senses with that. And it's also a place that I hope will create community and that we'll have a little fun while we're doing it. So thank you for joining us. This week, I'm going to be talking about the energy waves that we experience in our universe, in our lives, in everyday human interaction and how we can you know better navigate them because sometimes they can be impressive like they've been for this last month so thank you for joining us and we will get started vickybear.com it's time to be your best it's time to reconnect with your first sense trust in your gut it's the real thing let's see what your future brings time to let the fun commence intuition your first sense so everything is energy right? Everything that exists has a vibration to it, a frequency to it. And there are elements that are a little bit slower in their frequency, like a, a boulder or a table or in an inanimate object will have a, a lower frequency or a slower vibrating one. And, you know, something like a hummingbird or boiling water or meditative energy will have a higher frequency to it. So everything is within that um, spectrum of, of frequency and vibration. And if it is in your purview, it has a frequency to it, even if it looks like it's just sitting there. So the our lives are impacted by the energy that is created from the solar system, the energy that is created from all of our natural resources underneath the surface of the earth and the energy of the bunny rabbit that's hopping through somebody's yard down the street. All of this stuff really does have a ripple effect, so to speak. And we forget about it often because we're not taught about it, number one. But also because there's so much going on in our lives and we as a humanity, most of us tend to have a difficult time slowing down and being in present and being in the moment in order to even pick up on the frequencies that are going on. I hope to help everybody learn how to do this and that it's such an amazing place to be when you slow down more seems to be in your life. You have a very full experience when we're not rushing from point A to point B and don't even remember what the points were by the end of the day. So the 
all of the moving parts that make up our universe. And yes, we are impacted by our planets. I don't do astrology. I know a little bit about it. Um, and in future times, I'll have a guest on who can help us understand a little bit more about it. But I've often said that the moon affects the the waves of the ocean. So we would be pretty ignorant to not feel that we could be impacted by the planets and by the energy that is created and friction and everything out there. And every once in a while, we have these waves that go through that make me feel like my head is in some kind of a vice grip and that I have a certain level of um, anxiousness that's underneath the surface. And I'm not a person who anymore, I used to be, I'm not a person who operates on that system. And the, when, so when it happens, I become much more aware of it. And I don't always announce it because sometimes people use these energy waves for excuses to act like morons. Um, Poor Mercury retrograde gets blamed for so much when it's just doing its job. The planets are doing their cycles and, and going in their rotation. It doesn't actually go backwards. It just looks like it. And someone has assigned to it that technological issues happen. And then we believe that I happen to love the little bugger because I get more done when Mercury's in retrograde. And so I do believe that there is an energy effect. I just think that we have to look at how does it best serve us rather than complaining about things and creating more energy? So when you are um, experiencing a, a feeling of frustration or um, feeling pressurized, that goes out beyond you. I know it feels like it's an inside job, but that get then gets contributed to the collective whole. And it's important to feel these emotions, to allow them to be there and to process through them. It's also important to ask, how am I contributing? Because if you stay in your story and, or you tell another person's story, um, or you kibitz and complain and all that, you're also contributing. So be part of the solution would be wonderful. These energy waves are going to happen at times. They feel euphoric. They're amazing. They're you know, raise you up kind of vibes. And I believe that it's happening in a universal sense. And therefore, someone in in China could be contributing as much as I am here in Massachusetts. So it is about being fully aware of where your energy and your mind is, and being a conscious contributor to this planet of, of what are you offering? So, because these energies are going to happen as a result of, of movement and, and planetary shifting and, uh, of all the other billions of people on the planet, we can't be responsible for that, but I think we can be responsible for what's going on at home within ourselves. So, the reason I bring it up is because often there will be a a trend that happens where you'll see people are having just a more difficult time navigating life and 
and it becomes apparent to them that something else is going on. And this would be a fantastic place for you to tap into that first sense and ask using your other five senses, what's happening? Is this my energy field? Is this happening externally? Um, is there something I can do to shift it to contribute in a different way? Um, what am I contributing? And then it's also really important to know that whew, it's not all me. I'm perhaps not sliding into a place of depression. Maybe the energy that's present is asking us to look at our old stuff, which is what's been happening recently over the summer of 2019. And it's it's a good thing. We have to, well, I guess you don't have to, but it was really helpful if you look at what is conflicted within you and what do you feel frustrated about and then you look to solution or look to a different way of being. The energy fluctuations are going to happen and if you're conscious enough to ask, is this outside of me? It may help you to be kinder to yourself, which therefore is going to help in the ripple effect, right? Because if you've decided, okay, this is happening, I'm not making this up, and I'm feeling a little short-circuited, what can I do to further uh, cement myself and to ground and to feel more secure within me um, so that I don't contribute to it further? Because it's if it's happening... On a kind of a magnetic force is what it feels like to me. Sometimes we're being encouraged to move forward. Sometimes we're being pulled forward. Um, sometimes I feel like there's a big old boot in my butt and it's it's launching me uh, and into a space of that's not exactly comfortable, but it is growth. And when we're growing, it's not always comfortable. So the idea of being conscious enough to think that, oh wait, this might be external to me, is a way to further enhance your own growth and ability. And it's whew, sometimes so refreshing. So there are uh, ways to stay connected to this. Um, the more you know your own emotional center, the more you are aware of what your uh, quote-unquote triggers are, your buttons, if they're being pushed more frequently, um, well then you need to look at your buttons and you need to look and see if you are able to maybe uninstall some of those buttons because when the shift happens, as it's going to naturally for the rest of your eternal life, you won't be as thrown off and into drama. Um, you'll see a lot of people talking about the calamity of life um, and the struggles that they're going through and the lower frequency words. And it's, it might be true in the moment, but they're also may not be looking to how do I change this? And it's all about choice and power within self. So when the, um, when the fluctuations happen, we can't stop the planets from rotating. We can't stop universal energies from happening. 
um, but we can be aware of what we're contributing. So what I like to do right now is to take a quick break and come back with some actual tools on how you can do this. Because again, we can talk about these things, but if we don't put them into action, then it's just more hot air we're adding to global warming. <laughs> so I'd like to not contribute and reduce my carbon footprint by uh, lowering the level of whining that I'm doing. So I hope you'll join me in that. And I'll be right back. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickybaird.com slash booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicky's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. Book today at vickybaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. So when these energies happen, they can be quite intense. And it can be seemingly, it can feel like things are seemingly out of your control. And sometimes things are. We cannot control other people. We can't control their decisions Um, We can only be in control of what our response to their decisions or how it impacts us. Uh, When you realize that it takes a lot of pressure off of feeling like you have to carry the entire universe and that can also help to minimize the stress that we feel because most of the time I find that when people come in, I have to encourage them to put down the idea that they are somehow in charge of all the moving parts that that are out there. And because they're not, and we can't be, they feel like they failed in some way. When you come to the, you know, real realization that it's just not possible to, to control all the different variables and mechanisms, especially in the world as it is right now, because there's so much information that flies at you very quickly and often before it's even been researched. And I feel like if we were more conscious of our energy field and the connection of our emotions to them, we would be less likely to fly off the handle and less likely to contribute to the um, frenetic energy that can happen. So 
the first tool is becoming aware of how are you impacted by say somebody telling you a story about their day or their past um pay attention to do you have any bells and whistles going off within yourself and are you then amping up with this person if they're telling uh their story i've been accused in the past of being unfeeling which is so far from this truth um but that's largely because I had to learn in order to be highly tuned and sensitive in this um, amazing space that we have of the world. I had to not feel everybody's stuff in order to be helpful. And that can often look like I'm very neutral, that I don't care, or that um, it doesn't matter to me when I'm truly intending to be in of my highest service by not joining the person in their storytelling or in their pain um empathically it may be practically ripping me in two but my greatest contribution I believe and this is different for everybody is to be that solid presence that says yeah shit's gonna happen um, we're going to have days and things are going to be terrible, but they're also going to be lovely and beautiful and expansive and brightly colored too. So um, I do care greatly. I've learned not to carry all of the responsibility of the universe because then I, well, it's not a job I can do, nor can you, but I can also be m more open to the possibilities of the shifting and changing. So if you become aware of your own energy field and you're brave enough to not join somebody in their drama because some people won't like it, they'll get cranky. Um, and they will perhaps accuse you of not caring. If you get to that space and you truly are caring, you're doing a very good job and keep it up. So the... I, how you, after you become aware that this energy is available and shifts and could be impacting you and you didn't even know it, it's like a sadness. If a sadness or an anxiety or something, some feeling of anxiousness, not anxiety, but anxiousness or frustration or temper even comes over you and you were fairly calm before, you in all likelihood picked up an energy pattern that was flying through and these things are going to happen it's just um, um we're very magnetic universe otherwise we completely fall apart and be spinning around space right so we are going to feel and perceive and know and not even realize how much is impacting us until you start paying attention so the first step is to pay attention to what's going on. What is yours? Um, what if it bamboozles you and it hits you from out of the blue? Probably somebody else's. That's a 99.9% .9 chance it's somebody else's. And then the next one would be to decide, do you want to keep it or not? Some people like being the carrier of the drama. And that's fine. 
but it's not going to help or serve anyone unless you're a very good actor and you're up on that stage entertaining and then boy go for it the decision is a very personal one on where you want to be and how you want to be and who you want to be and what do you want to be offering all of those things are conversations that you can have with yourself when you're driving when you're in the shower when you're drifting off to sleep when you're taking a walk um, when you're lifting in the gym you're on your bike all the places that you can have those conversations if you're willing to do it and it this is not an exercise of um of one this is not something that you do once and you let it go i feel like we need to revisit these conversations at least weekly um and then sometimes more in depth in at a retreat or your and it can be a personal retreat of your own where you spend time with yourself and you ask who, what, how, um, and get clear on that because then you will be less moved by some of the shifts that happen energetically and you'll feel more secure within yourself and that's a beautiful feeling. Um, the What contributes to the frenetic energy are some of our behaviors as humans and we all engage in them and it's not so much the engagement over time that's well it is the engagement over time that's it has an impact it's the ignoring of the fact that you actually do it that i think has the greater frequency so if you're finding that you're gossiping or you're complaining whining griping um, telling an old story, uh, telling a story of something that didn't work well, and yet you still feel like you have to talk about it. You would be better served to understand the sadness, the frustration. Um, why do you have to keep telling that story? What is not resolved yet? Look for the what isn't resolved because then you will be able to release it because it's already happened like it's not even happening anymore and people talk about the thing whatever it was the experience as if it's already happening I mean it's still happening so if you can be clear with yourself that I'm contributing to the frequency and the uh, kind of the bell curve really of what's in our world it's not unlike um, if you were somebody who throws trash out your window, don't be that person. Um, or if you're someone who refuses to recycle, please don't be that person. Um, you're contributing in a physical sense to the trash that's here. Energetically, if you participate in these behaviors, you're contributing to the energy trash that's creating some of these vibrational frequency shifts. Some of them are of a higher intention. I truly believe that there's a beautiful intelligence to this universe and it is guiding us um, if we're willing to tap in and pay attention. So don't judge yourself. Simply set a goal and an intention, an accomplishment point, something to maybe reduce one of the behaviors. Um, <laughs> there was a time a few years ago where 
I became a fan of the F word. <laughs> and you know what one I'm talking about. And I used it too much. I absolutely did. And then I started thinking about why. Why am I doing this? Because I think it shows a lack of intelligence when that is the word you use for everything. When it becomes your adjective, your verb, your noun, your adverb, you're showing a lack of creativity and um, a grasp of the human language, of the whatever language you speak, the human language. <laughs> so, but I fell into it because it's such a um, satisfying word to say sometimes with the, you know, the F sound at the beginning and then the hard C sound, the K sound at the end. It's just satisfying sometimes. And I will always maintain that there is a place for it. When you stub your toe, that word is completely valid, <laughs> at least in my world. So, but if you're using it all the time, and, and like I said, I fell into the habit of it, I, I had to realize, well, why are you doing this? Because what you're doing, what I was doing was dumbing myself down. I was lowering my frequency to be part of what was becoming the vernacular at the time. And that wasn't okay with me. I fell into the habit because I wasn't conscious. I was going along with the frequency and the energy that's flowing. So um, you have to put on the brakes and adjust and maybe take a different track. And once you do that, you then start contributing to that higher feel good energy that I was talking about earlier. So it's a matter of being aware of what's coming off your fingertips when you're typing, out of your mouth, out of your heart, um, and even how you're talking to yourself because that is of paramount importance. But it all contributes. And I don't know about you, but I find that I am much more... Um, compliant and much more kind to myself when I think that this could be going out or I would never talk to my granddaughter the way that I talk to myself. And I think about those things quite a bit. There's a lot of noise that happens in my head, but thankfully most of it in an, in an expression of growth, hopefully. Um, so I'd like to ask and maybe issue a little bit of a um, challenge here that what commitment will you make today to change whatever you are littering? If it's in the literal sense and you're littering, just knock it off. Um, but if it's a, where are you littering energetically? Where are you littering emotionally? Um, what trash are you leaving behind? We should always leave a clean place or space. They tried to be the same word at the same time. So carry in, carry out. What energy are you contributing to the universe? This stuff has to start somewhere and why not start it with you? You're powerful. You're someone who has an influence on this universe, whether you realize it or not. So how do you want to use your powers? You want to use them for the benefit? I'd appreciate that. So that's where we'll start. Um, I'm going to issue that um, request. Let's make it a request challenge if you are like myself. And once somebody issues a challenge that aligns with you, you can really get on board. So uh, 
if you would do that this week, it's not only going to contribute to your and you'll start seeing shifts in your own life. I promise you it is going to go out exponentially and we may never see the return on that investment. And that is challenging, too because we have to have a little bit of trust there that it's contributing in some way. I know it is. I see the effects of it. And um, I wish for you the feeling of joy when you're contributing that um, um, resonance with a more loving planet and universe. I know you can do it. I believe in you. So thank you for even considering it because this may be something that you consider today and you forget about and then you start up again next month. Whenever you do it, thank you. I appreciate it as a being in this universe that's eternal. So we're never going to get it all done, but we can definitely start with today. So thank you for joining me. Um, Send some comments, replies, uh, requests, whatever floats your boat I would greatly appreciate it and I will bring you whatever I am capable of and if and knowledgeable of and if I'm not I'll find the people who are so thank you for being part of my universe and have a great week vickybear.com it's time to be your best it's time to reconnect with your first sense trust in your gut it's the real thing let's see what your future brings time to let the fun commence intuition your first sense Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.